This episode of Dear Jessamine has profanity, sex talk, weed smoking, and a bunch of other shit that's just not for everybody. You also may not agree with the stuff we say or how we say it, and we think that's great. We promote cannabis medicine to people over 21. If you're not 21, come back when you are. What I want to do to myself is selfish in the best way. My favorite Getting into that rhythm and flow of just putting out products and create we got to do the show we got to do this thing we got to get that we got to make that happen it becomes just an act it just becomes a mask to put on i mean the thing is it depends on how comfortable you are with like the (laughs) avant-garde because like okay there's this i'm taking this in a little bit of a direction but there's this dude on youtube who films himself smiling for hours on end and like this is his whole practice and he's like at this point i think he's like you know, he does, he'll do like a four hour session and he just like puts the camera up and sits in lotus pose basically and just smiles with yeah. his hands on his knees. Oh, yeah. So like, I think, and people watch it and you know what I'm saying? Like it's a, it's, you don't know what people are here for, what people are engaging with your content for. And you, and he's, nobody said to him, I, I, I would be shocked if anybody had ever said to him, you know what you should do. Is like, it's just like make a living off of, I mean, I don't know how he would have come up with that. He was literally just doing what he wanted to do. And if we are willing to come in here on a routine schedule and do literally what is the truth for us in that moment, regardless of, I mean, literally just you and me. And it could be like, I don't want to fucking talk to you right now. And then I do my work on my computer and you just have to sit there and do whatever on your phone. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like if we're willing to do stuff like that. Then it's art and then it's not bullshit, hopefully, if we can stay open. But like, does that fit into the business model? Do you know what I mean? That we're, that, you know, so that's where my rub is. I'm not the boss. I don't get to say. So that's exactly why I was like, I do want to release what we recorded that week yeah. because I feel like. That is what this show has always been about, ultimately. Whatever that was, that like the confusion, the sadness, the non sequitur aspect, like that's what it is. That's what life is not a complete sentence. It's just moving along and along and along. And like that to me feels like the only reason to even do this shit at all. Like who even cares, you know, like but this was an evolution for you too yeah but so that's what i was that's the other thing Mm -hmm. i was gonna say is that i feel like that's the whole reason that i ever even started putting anything out into the world at all Mm -hmm. that just like that guy doing fucking smiling meditation on youtube Mm -hmm. because you're just like i don't even it's not actually about whether or not anyone else engages with this it doesn't matter. It's that I need to express myself. Mm-hmm. And everything that I've done has just been that. I guess to round out this topic, I like doing this show with you mm-hmm. where we are able to just like do some shit that matters, not just some shit that we wrote down, like yeah. not just some shit that's been scheduled. Do something that matters, not something that's are been Are you scheduled. rebelling against the new sequence structure? I don't have an issue with the sequence structure. I don't have an issue with the format of the show. 
but you know what? I probably am rebelling against it. I do tend to rebel against structure. Um, I probably am rebelling against it. I don't like being structured. I don't. I get why. And working with people who need structure is so helpful for me. Mm-hmm. Like you. Yeah, it's not just you. But it's any human being who is external to your own working mind. Literally. It it's out. everybody. It's all. It's all y'all, y'all all need structure. It's so intense to me. Like, I'm like, why don't you just go with the flow? Who gives a fuck? It's, right. it's going to happen. We're getting there eventually. I w- That's the thing is I wish you did. I wish you did lead that way. And like just have people just e- be easy. Just like, why are you asking me that? You don't need to know that be easy mm. it's all good how do you think i actually manage instead um oh shit you need that when do you need it by I, I can't i can do that yes okay i can i will uh hey can you make sure that this happens by then okay great oh shit something else is happening then okay that's fine we can do both great okay we'll do oh wait you need something do you you don't need it do you need when do you need it by i don't i can't do that yeah i can do that okay hey can we make sure that we can do that the second time that day the other time it's i think you respond a lot but mm. i think that's the stage of this that you're at mm. I don't see that being long term and it's not like that all the time, but I do feel like you're running a startup. It's early. It's chaotic. It makes sense. But I'm like, when does it stop being this way? When you decide. I don't know, dude. I think that I think that I think that's the scary part of being in charge is learning all the things that I think the first stage is like learning all the shit that's your responsibility now. Mm. And I think the like fourth stage is being like, is like knowing that if you move, everyone moves to anyway. Mm. And you don't have to move just because somebody else is moving. Right. Like it's like mm-hmm. steering. Mm-hmm. Yes. There's weight on this side. Yes. There's an iceberg right ahead, whatever. You're just steering mm. and you're responding for sure. But like, more than responding, you're deciding mm-hmm. as you're driving, for instance. Yes, cars are coming at you. You're swerving, whatever. But moreover, you have a direction. You're turning on the blinker. You're deciding to turn here. You're steering. But it feels sometimes like everybody's coming at you, and that's your whole experience of it. I could be wrong. This is just what I observe. I'm just audacious to say. No, I mean, I think it brings up a couple different things for me. Like, I think it's a fear of leadership a fear of what it means to be the final word and to be, to have no one out. There's no one else that can, you can say like that you can point the finger at. Mm. Ultimately the finger can only be placed one in one direction. And while I am doing that, I'm rebelling against it at Mm -hmm. the same time. And struggling with what it means to do that i think that it just looks messy i i think that the way that other people get away with not looking messy Mm -hmm. is by not talking about it and so then it just seems like it's not happening to them but i think it must be happening to everyone Mm. and a lot of it also comes from wanting to create something that it's just coming organically, but also needing to plan years into the future. Honestly, I'm grateful for the opportunity to try. Mm. I'm grateful for the opportunity to fail at it. Mm-hmm. Because it feels like, like, 
like one of the only worthwhile things I've ever done. Mm. But that doesn't mean that it's not hard and it's not messy and that other people don't see it messy sometimes. So the question is, what am I inviting into this week? Yes, ma'am. This week. I just want to be easy on myself. Mm. I just want to be easy on myself. I'm being so hard on myself. Mm-hmm. Like for no reason. And I am uh, my uh, teledipity <laughs> email. I love teledipity so much. I love numerology. The numerology app. The numerology app teledipity is amazing. (laughs) I subscribe to teledipity premium and I get emails every week. And they're saying this week is a week of um, deep spiritual awakening, (laughs) which it has been, is being. And um, they're saying that it's, it's a good week for yoga, which is interesting because I have been in my practice in a way that in a very particular way this week um, that in a way that I haven't been in a while and it's been who knows maybe it's just through today but I have really appreciated it and um, it was saying you know dig into a a big spiritual text that you have um, been wanting to get into and I, mm. I told you that I had started the Mahabharata and um I, I'm li- listening to that. I'm also listening to the the Fifth Agreement again, and um, just inviting the idea that it's okay to be easy with myself. Mm-hmm. What about you? What are you inviting in this week? Well, right in this very moment, I'm inviting a little bit of stillness and spaciousness for what you just offered. <clears throat> Feels bigger than moving right along, you know. But I am also inviting in I think this is a week of this starting today, Wednesday, is a week of discipline uh, for me. I need to get a few things done that feel like big deals, but they also I can't do them sooner. Like my thing would be like, okay, do it bef- do it sooner and then you'll have more time or whatever. But it's it can only start on a certain day and I don't even know what day that is yet. <laughs> and it's important that it be perfect. And I don't mind that. I feel great about that, uh, as a bar to set for myself, but I don't, I feel like I'm, I have the balance of ease right now. I feel like I have the balance of like, um, I have all everything I need and I just want to get it done well. Mm-hmm. And I want the discipline to do that. Mm-hmm. So I'm inviting that in. I really only rotate three things that I invite in. Well, literally. Four. Sometimes I throw in prosperity because oh. a bitch feels broke <laughs> from time to time. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I was thinking like, I feel like I've answered the same thing <laughs> like every week. I don't know. Maybe I haven't. But I I really feel like it's just just chill out mm-hmm. just calm down mm-hmm. that's like the only advice they always say like what like what would you say to your younger self like what advice would you give and i i've always thought i would not give any advice to my younger self if i could go back because like she'd be like fuck you well yeah first of all it'd be a waste of energy tied to that ungrateful bitch but i do feel like 
do feel like I don't I don't think there's a need to do anything differently. It's like you need to have all these experiences, mm-hmm. especially the bad ones. Just let it happen. But I think if I could say one thing and she would be like, I'm not listening. And I would be like, you're annoying. Planting a seed. I'm just plant, just trying to plant a fucking seed. God. I'm making a bird. I'm making, <laughs> I'm making birdhouse. But I would be like, just, it's not that big of a deal. Chill out. Mm. It's not that big of a deal. And she would be like, you don't know my life? And I'd be like, I do. <laughs> just chill out. <laughs> You're good. So anyway, same advice now. Hey, Jessamine. Hey, Ash. Want to tell these folks about vibrators with me? I thought you'd never ask. Okay, so this company, Sweet Vibes, sent us a couple things to try, and I'm actually impressed. First of all, though, I think everyone knows how you and I feel about sex and masturbation, right? Well, if they don't, they're about to. We're into it. Both things. Sex with yourself and sex with other people. Masturbation is self-care. So Sweet Vibes feels exactly the same way. Their website says they believe everyone deserves orgasms and they're committed to helping you find yours. Okay, so tell me about these toys. Well, first of all, they all have really cute names, but actually get the job done. Yeah, okay, maybe I should give these a try. Dang, move over mom's back massager that I discovered when I was watching pop-up video after school when I was seven and never told anyone about. (laughs) Okay, yeah, and I mean, I guess move over pillow I brought to boarding school with me. (laughs) What? That pillow was a good I bet. Oh, also, I wanted to say all these toys are under 50 bucks. They ship for free and they're all made of medical grade silicone. They look waterproof, are they? They're all water resistant. Yeah. Uh, And many of them are also waterproof. Why? Are you taking it to the pool with you this summer? I mean, maybe, but mostly I just get really wet. Oh, I'm actually glad you said that. They also sent us their lube called Drop. It's condom safe, toy safe. It feels really good. That is quite the solo kit. Well, you and everyone can get these products at sweetvibes.toys and use their offer code loveyourself at checkout for 15% off any of their great products. Only one offer per masturbator or gifter, I guess. I'm going to probably just use these. That sounds good. That's at sweetvibes.toys. Offer code loveyourself at checkout for 15% off of the products. Okay, so sex in the titty this week. This question is from season three, episode one. Which we watched a few days ago. Yes. I love the third season of Sex and the City. It's one of my favorites. It's It gets really problematic. There's a bunch of shit that's going to happen that I'm sure the problematic police is all over. And that our, I was saying to you are part of the reason that I even wanted to talk about this show mm-hmm. because I think it is. They do a lot of things wrong on the show and it's very interesting to me. I was um, talking to somebody at work, actually. I just want to throw this in about this segment in the Dear Jessamine podcast. And they were like, you know, that show is actually really problematic. Oh, my God. I'm like, and I was like, yeah, I mean, that's part of why we're doing it. <laughs> and the person was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good. <laughs> but I feel you. I think that's like the overarching thing for politically correct people to think about sex in the city is that it is problematic, which, yeah. <laughs> I'm just glad we address it every time. Being politically correct is so boring to me and mostly just because it's a lot of rules. And as I was saying before, I really don't prefer rules. But um, I like to say I like I mean, when I'm having this annoying conversation, I like to say just be humane 
You're being humane with people. You're Mm -hmm. not saying harmful things to them. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're thinking about their humanity and like, and so I think politically correct is this thing that people who don't like liberals (laughs) are annoyed by, you know, (laughs) but I think that generally speaking, just speaking with humanity is like a good bet. But I don't think that speaking with humanity is a part of being politically correct. Well, no. Yeah. They end up overlapping sometimes, like when you're affirming someone's gender, which is both politically correct and humane, you know? I agree with what you're saying. I agree with what you're saying. I think that... hate rules. No, I think that a lot of times people are acting out of their own self-interest and they're worried about being... Yeah. I think that people are worried about being seen as politically incorrect and so they do things because they don't want to get in trouble it's not because they actually give a fuck about the person that they're talking about it's just that they don't want so that i'm like yeah you're being humane but it's in your own self-interest i'm just like i don't know about the lines on it i don't really care but anyway that's not what we're sex in the sex in the city that's part of the issue i do think that that's part of what we're supposed to be talking about but it's fine well, then talk about it. That's it. I said everything I needed to say. Excellent. Well, I have a question for you. Did you ever think that maybe we're the white knights and we're the ones that have to save ourselves? Asks Carrie to a crying Charlotte who is desperate to get married and find a man. And who says in response, that is so depressing. The idea being that like, Charlotte is saying, don't all, like, all women just want to be rescued. And Carrie is like, have you ever thought that maybe we need to rescue ourselves? And Charlotte's like, no. (laughs) Why the fuck would I rescue us? I think what's crazy about when we watched this together, though, is that that morning, do you remember this? We had had this conversation. That's the reason I picked this question, is because that morning, we had this conversation that was like, do you want to, like, do a DS thing in public. Mm-hmm. And I was like, as the submissive, I was like, mm-hmm. would you want to do this? <clears throat> and you were like, maybe oh, you should yeah. do that. Maybe you should do that for yourself. Like maybe you should um, find a submissive posture to take with yourself basically. And like experience that, the fullness of that, you know, topping and bottoming for yourself. And I was just basically like, wow, that's, so depressed. <laughs> you were like, that's rude. I was literally like depressed by that idea. And then that night we watched this episode and I just looked at you and I was like, didn't we just have this conversation? And you definitely took a very Carrie position and I took a very Charlotte position, which is annoying because Charlotte's my least favorite character, which is fine. But you definitely have some Charlotte. In but you. I have some Charlotte in me. And you explained to me, it's starting to bear out, that Charlotte's really the only person who's going to correct anybody in the group for their problematic mm-hmm. behavior or <laughs> jokes. So there's something about that in me as well. So I get it. But I was, but and I, and I was helpful to see that um, reflected externally too. Cause I was like, I mean, I get where Carrie's coming from. I didn't get where you were coming from. I thought you were being a jerk. I, <laughs> I, I feel like these questions are slightly different from each other, but Why? they are the same. same. Well, okay. To give a little bit more color to the DS conversation that we were having, I feel like in that situation as the dominant, that it is irresponsible for me to emotionally and spiritually commit to you in space mm-hmm. To have to hold you 
in the way that I was in private to do that in public if to say that I can do that when mm-hmm. I really can't like I felt like that would not be I I feel like that is disrespectful and really um, not safe and just not something that I'm interested in. And I think I could have articulated that at the time. Well, you didn't need to because I, what I actually said to you was something more like, I would want this, but you can't give, you can't do what you would need to do to have that. Mm-hmm. And you were like, I mean, yeah, get it for yourself. I could have just not said anything. And if never, I could. Never not say anything. I hate I that choice. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just saying like, because I know I see, I get where you're coming from. And like, I don't think, I didn't feel that it was the most emotionally prudent way to communicate with you. Sure. Like, I felt like I could have been, I could have expressed that differently. I think just like. I think like the way that we've talked about it since, like you're vulnerable to, you're like, this is what was going on for me. And I said, I admitted to you that I was actually asking you if you would, but I framed it like, well, you wouldn't do this, would you? And that's so indirect. And I don't prefer that. But I also. I could have been more direct, you know? Yes. And we have discussed it before. It's not like it came out of nowhere. No, but, and it would be different, like. On a different date. Like, I just think that there's, like, a lot at play specifically with that. Yeah. But I guess the reason that I almost want to retract the statement Mm. is because I feel like I don't think it's unreasonable to ask someone to connect with you in that way. To be dominant of you. You don't, I don't think it's reasonable or unreasonable? I don't think it's unreasonable mm-hmm. to ask that of someone. I don't think that, okay, well, just because, like, I can't, like, I don't think that because I can't offer that, that your response then needs to be to, like, as I said in the bed, like, holding that for yourself. Mm-hmm. I don't think that needs to be the response always. Like, I don't, I think that... I think people are allowed to be submissive. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think there's any reason to, I don't think there's a metric. The Jessamine metric is not consistent across all platforms, all people. I feel you. And what what are you saying without saying it? That if I want that, I should get it from somebody else? Yeah, like, I don't, what I'm saying is that I don't think that, like, I think that your response to me saying, like, well, have you ever thought of holding that for yourself? Could be... No. <laughs> well, I, I, you know, it's not because I, I do value your perspective a great deal. It doesn't have to be my truth, but your perspective is still valid. And I think that I've actually played with the idea of it. I was somewhere in great public, like maybe a mall. Oh, we went to the mall in Raleigh, right? We went to Crabtree. Um, I was like there alone, essentially, because you like to shop alone. <laughs> when we go to the mall together, it's fine. I move on, go to my own stores. Thank you very much. But I was like, <clears throat> okay, what would this mean? Like, what wh- what do I want to hear from somebody? Do I want to hear somebody like, um, you know what I mean, like dominating me in some way around like things I'm trying on or things I think I'll look good in or whatever, like or not dominating, like humiliating is really the word I'm looking mm-hmm. for. It's like, if I want that, I could say that to myself. <laughs> and so I tried different things and I was like, okay, this is neat. I mean, it was like awkward the way that like a first sex date might be, you know? But I could try it again. You know what I mean? So it's not that it was like, 
like it missed me or something. Like I appreciated what you were saying. I also know that the thing I was asking for is a particular call and response with another person. But now I have this whole new relationship idea, which I am needing all kinds of inspiration for how to like love on myself. So it's not for nothing, you know, it isn't the only story. Like you were saying, it isn't the full, this isn't the only option or like the only answer, but I really appreciate this conversation, actually. I'm glad because I I mean, I just feel like it's totally reasonable to want to have a relationship with someone wherein they are always going to be in that dominant role over you. Well, nobody's going to always do anything because what if they're sick and I bring them soup? You know what I mean? I think it's still. Could be. Dominant, You're right. Okay, fine. Though. But That's I mean, true. like, I I feel like I just thought that your perspective on it was totally valid. And I thought that the way that I responded was snarky in a way mm-hmm. that I see. This is me being hard on myself. Yeah, I you didn't see? feel it that way. I really felt like you were like, hey, don't don't suffer. Here's an option, you know? Yeah. That's what I felt. That's what I heard. That's from you. what I meant. Like you don't I need to like, suffer through this. You always have the option of that. Always. No, yeah. Nobody needs to consent to you even having that option. You know? Yeah. It's like on board. That's what that's really what I meant. It's like I feel you that there are times where that is a desire for me personally. I see you do it so beautifully, like at dance parties and stuff in the before mm-hmm. times. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'd be like, okay, we're here together. You're like, no, I'm here with myself. And you'd be like, you'd be really kicking your ass on the dance floor. You know what I mean? It's just like this. It's if you haven't seen it, like it's hard to probably describe her picture. But you at a dance party dancing by yourself. I feel like you're very much in like a tornado of dominance and submission. Mm. I feel so seen in that. I appreciate it. That's why I photograph you. It's like, these are the things I'm trying to express. <laughs> yeah. But what did Charlotte respond, though, ultimately? Like, she, she declared she will be getting married this year. Charlotte is, she is the same throughout the whole show. She wants to be married. She wants children. She does not give a fuck about any of what other people are talking about. She's like, you can, and we can be best friends, mm-hmm. and I'm still going to get what I need. Mm-hmm. I respect Charlotte, big and deep. And, like, she has, she knows who she is. Mm-hmm. She's like, this is who I am. And, I mean, I just think that's really beautiful. I don't agree with her most of the time. I don't feel the same way as her, but I think she's a dope character. I think that I want to talk so much about like subsequent episodes from mm. that one, but I think those should be different. Yeah, we can talk about later shows. But I'm really excited to talk about the interracial dating episode. Oh my god, that's got to be wow, next week. We, wow, got, wow, wow. we should talk about it next week. Hey, Jessman, have you ever trimmed your pubes? Yeah, but that was before my mom told me that shaving was for white girls. So. Uh, okay, well, uh, <laughs> I do it regularly. Okay, yeah. I don't shave it, though, like other white girls, because the regrowth on that is exceptionally itchy and painful. Ooh, have you ever cut yourself? Yes. Ew. It was emotionally pretty awful for me, too. If only she had gotten the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. Um, perfect Package is a very cute double entendre. So in this Perfect Package, they send the trimmer, which they call the Lawnmower 3.0, has what they call skin safe technology. Basically, they made it so you won't cut your tender parts anymore. Ouch. Okay, so I use it this morning actually, and it really works. It's lightweight and it's nimble and it has a light on the end of it, just for a little light on the subject. <laughs> 
Yeah, okay. Well, when you were done, did you use the anti-chafing ball deodorant? I did. And let me tell you, not a chafe in sight since I put it on. It also smells like men's cologne, which I really like. Oh, nice. Yeah, no, totally. I wonder if I should get this for my brother. Is that something you would do? I probably would, but my brother is crass and vulgar. What do you think your brother would say? So he probably already has one. Wait, why does he probably have one? Because, you know, he's a fastidious gay man who probably takes care of his balls on his own. But maybe he'd like a special something, something. Special something, something. Well, they also sent a pair of Manscaped boxers because everyone needs a good pair of fresh undies. Yeah. Well, if you out there want your balls to be as fresh and smooth as my girlfriend's, get you a Perfect Package 3.0 or any of the other amazing products at manscaped.com and use code Jessamine at checkout for 20% off and free shipping. That's offer code Jessamine, J-E-S-S-A-M-Y-N for 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Whatever you call your parts, they'll thank you for this gift. Also, your brother will potentially thank you for this gift. Yeah, probably. Um, okay, are we doing an Astro Thought of the Week? Because I just have something real quick to if say. If you want to, yeah. Yeah. Mercury is in Gemini. So it's going to be there for a while. And Venus is in Gemini. Right. And my Venus is always in Gemini. Mm. So it's an interesting month of May over here, I think. It's interesting. What are you saying without saying it? It's spicy. It's spicy. There's a lot of information coming in that is coming out in a way that is like flirty and dancey and like I'm doing this now and like I definitely go through months of feeling I don't know if it's sexually dormant but just sort of like <laughs> occupied. I've, I've tried to express this to you that I feel like I'm having sex with the whole world all the time. Like I, So it's hard for me to focus on like one human being to be having sex with but right now venus is in gemini and i'm like i can have all the different things everything can be there together are you flirting with the people right now i don't even think i'm flirting with anybody i'm flirting with you well i'm grateful to receive it at yeah. always Wait, what's your what's your astro thought of the week um wait what does venus and gemini mean venus and gemini at least for me means like a desire to have lots of different options mm. and lots of different things and an, an awareness of the beauty in lots of different things. And, and moving from thing to thing. Moving from thing to thing and not being too committed to any one thing, just really appreciating a cornucopia. Well, I mean, I will just piggyback but, on that in terms of Venus and Gemini because the, what I read, um, our favorite astrologer, Cheney Nicola, Nicholas or Nichols? Nicholas, what is it? Nicholas. Why mm-hmm. do I always not remember? It's fine. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Chani. Because she's a she's mononym. Yeah. <laughs> Is that how you say that? Uh, anyway, Chani said, wrote in an email about this time, like, was she was very specific about flirt with everyone, fuck everyone. Oh, like, is that right? She yeah. And it's interesting. It is lining up. She with, said that specifically to Aries or did she say that to everybody? I'm not sure. Okay, I heard. Um, I can see her telling y'all specifically. Yeah, I think it was maybe specifically <laughs> yeah, to Aries. it was, I bet. But there was a Virgo thing, too, when I was mm-hmm. reading Virgo Rising. I could mm-hmm. just pull it up. So, so what I, what you know, it's interesting because I also have, I'm pretty sexually, uh, awake <laughs> um, all the time specifically for like intimacy building with a partner but I definitely have periods and typically it's around my moon cycle 
where I also very specifically want to have sex with cis men. Mm-hmm. But it, then it's just not happening most of the month. And so it feels strange to have like a partnership in that that uh, offers that. It feels like it makes more sense to like do hooking up if that's what mm-hmm. I want to be doing. But that's also tricky. The pandemic made it impossible. You know what I mean? So I feel like my awareness and a- awakening to uh, that perspective and that prospect again post post vaccine. Not everybody, you know, we're not out of the woods with this with this virus, but there is a little bit more opening than there has been recently. And so I'm, I guess I'm experiencing Venus and Gemini that way too, is I'm like, okay, what are the avenues that would be, uh, you know, on a path of like spiritually fulfilling and physically fulfilling my needs, uh, that I haven't been thinking about that is messy and tricky, but is worth it somehow. And I think that's where the Venus and Gemini is coming up for me specifically. Cause my Venus is an Aries. And I don't know enough mm. about astrology to know what all that means. But I do know that I'm feeling a boldness around <laughs> this cornucopia, as you said. Did you say that? An Aries sun, yeah, an Aries sun with a Venus and Aries. You have a bunch of shit in Aries also. With during Venus and Gemini season is ratchet. You be out here because Aries is like get in and get it and move out and go on and do the and about and you know like it's like <laughs> you know <laughs> and that's what Venus and Gemini is about too except specifically with like everything that is that's your dog lush and beautiful in this world that's a sign that we need to I think to you're probably right it, he's hit telling it. us yeah. to he's like it bitch it's time we're uh, done um <clears throat> yeah would you read this for me just that part dear Justin is produced by tinder fire media follow the show on spotify and on instagram at dear Justin. you can also subscribe and review the show on apple podcasts fyi if you were to do any of these things you would officially be a friend of the show because it helps so much i can't even tell you on our website, dearjessman.com, there are fun gems for the finding, like behind-the-scenes content, outtakes, transcriptions, and more about all the people whose names I'm about to say. Kylie Roberts steadfastly remains our editor-producer, thank goddess. Chaz and Melody make our social media pop, pop, pop. Janie Leopard does, draws, does, draws our episode art expertly. Fruit Snack plays our theme song in a super gay fashion. Anna Rooney plays both coach and referee sometimes. And my co-host and favorite person to smoke reefer and fight with is Ash Danger Phoenix. I'm your host, Jessamyn Stanley. No one should be in jail for weed. Tender fire. Page. Drop page.